This is the Big Branding Small Business Podcast with brand strategist and designer, as well as your host, Jeremy Allen. He helps small businesses with a big branding approach. Welcome to this week's episode of Big Branding Small Business. And to keep up to date with all the episodes that are released, then hit that subscribe button. And if you've already hit that subscribe button, then thank you. In today's episode, we are diving into brand archetypes. You see, for the past several weeks, yes, it takes me that long to read a book, I've been reading or listening to a book. The book is The Hero and the Outlaw, Building Extraordinary Brands Through the Power of Archetypes. Now, this book was suggested to me by my mentor, and I've known about archetypes, but I've never really implemented them into some of the brands that I've worked with until more recently. And I wanted to dive even deeper into this category and really, really study what it is that makes archetypes so powerful and also work for brands. So in this episode, we're going to uncover why these are timeless practical applications for your business. We must also take a step back and understand kind of the genesis of brand archetypes. Now, it began with a man named Carl Jung. He once said that there are forms or images of a collective nature which occur practically all over the earth as constituents of myths and at the same time as individual products of unconsciousness. Jung believed that these forms or archetypes are imprinted and hardwired into our psyches representing essential elements of the universal human experience. Now, we're going to learn that archetypes and stereotypes are a little bit different here later on. But we're going to first start by understanding a little bit about a thing called the hero's journey. We're not going to dive super deep into this as I'm hoping to have a guest on my podcast in future episodes that really can dive deeper into this journey. But we need a little bit of knowledge from the hero's journey to understand the context of why archetypes are important. Now, a hero's journey is a common narrative or a story template that involves a hero. And this hero, he leaves his home or leaves wherever and goes on an adventure. Typically, this hero learns a lesson. He wins a victory. He has gain some wisdom or newfound knowledge. Sometimes there's a love interest involved, and then he returns home transformed. Now, this specifically comes from The Hero's Journey by Joseph Campbell, but the idea of The Hero's Journey has been around for centuries. Now that we've covered that ground, what in the heck are brand archetypes? And really... How does it benefit my business? How does it benefit your business? Well, let's examine this wonderful, wonderful world of brand archetypes. I think the only place that we can start is just by understanding what are the 12 classic brand archetypes. Think of them as characters in a movie. Each one with a unique personality, a unique trait, certain goals, maybe certain plans. And by selecting the right archetype or character for your business, you can forge deep into that dark forest and solidify meaningful connections with your audience. 
let's first start off with the innocent. The innocent typically seeks happiness and strives to be good in every case. Brands in this category are typically pure, they're optimistic, and they are associated with strong values. Think of brands like Dove, Coca-Cola, Cottonelle, to name a few. They often evoke trust, simplicity, nostalgia. There's a caveat. Being too naive or boring can also be a drawback. Now let's move on to the regular guy or girl or often referred to as the everyman or every woman. These brands aim to connect with other people. They are so down to earth. They are supportive and they provide a sense of belonging. You often see this reflected in brands like Home Depot, eBay, and there's many, many more examples of that I'm sure you could think of. But the caveat is if you blend in too much, it can be a challenge to overcome that blending in, the lost in the sameness sea. In the hero's journey, usually our protagonist often seeks a sense of belonging. Just like these brands, they may lack a distinctive identity. But their solid virtues make them relatable. Now let's meet the hero. The hero often strives to improve the world. You see this reflected in brands like Nike or BMW or Duracell even. And they often exude courage, confidence, and inspiration. They aim to solve major problems or inspire others to do so at the least. And again, with every plus, there can be a little negative. You've got to toe that line and be aware of arrogance or being too aloof in portraying the hero archetype. The heroes in stories often lead the charge to bring positive change, and these brands aspire to do the same in their respective markets. Now our next archetype is the outlaw. You can probably already think of a few brands that fit this category, but the outlaw is a rebel who breaks rules and fights authority. Yes, you guessed it, Harley Davidson is at the top of this list wherever you check online, and just think about it. It makes perfect sense. Virgin, Mr. Richard Branson himself's company, is a great example as well. These companies often embrace change. They advocate for the disenfranchised and encourage people to break the conventions of the normal everyday life. If you take this too far, it can often have some negative perceptions. Much like the rebellious heroes in classic tales, these brands challenge the status quo and disrupt the norm. Moving on to the Explorer. Explorer brands find fulfillment through discovery and new experiences. Think of Indiana Jones, or Jeep, or Red Bull. These brands are often super adventurous in their marketing, in their advertising, in their branding. They like to take risk, and they are 100% authentic. However, they may not always fit into the mainstream. Just like in the hero's journey where the hero embarks on this quest of self-discovery, 
These brands lead us on an exciting journey of exploration and adventure. The Creator Archetype The Creator Archetype aims to create something with meaning and enduring value. Brands like Lego and Crayola are super creative and really imaginative brands. They often foster some type of innovation. But again, the caveat with this is they often might struggle with perfectionism or impracticalities. Like the hero crafting their destiny in the hero's journey, these brands inspire customers to express themselves and nurture their imagination. Now let's explore the ruler archetype. I'm sure you can think of a few brands here in this category, but the ruler often seeks control and seeks order from chaos. Microsoft, to name one, Barclays, and Mercedes-Benz often embody characteristics like leadership, responsibility, and organization. You must avoid being too authoritative or too controlling. Just as the hero brings order to the chaotic world in the hero's journey, these brands offer stability and security to their customers. Ah, this one's fun. The magician archetype. The magician archetype works to make dreams come true. And they often create something super special. You really see this personified in brands like Disney, Wizard of Oz, and Apple. These are visionary and imaginative brands. Yet, they must be cautious of risks that lead to unfavorable outcomes. Similar to the magical elements in the hero's journey, these brands inspire that change and transformation in their customers' worlds. Now, let's meet the lover. The lover archetype focuses on creating intimacy and inspiring love. Brands like Victoria's Secret, Godiva Chocolates, and Marie Claire evoke a passion, a warmth, and a sensuality in their brands. However, they should be mindful of being too selfless or ungrounded in their marketing. Like the romantic interest in our hero's story, these brands help people build the relationships they need and to feel appreciated. Next up is the caregiver archetype. This archetype is driven to care for others and protect others at all costs. Think of Mother Teresa. Not even the same category, but Campbell Soup even is a caregiver archetype. Johnson & Johnson, God rest your soul, and rest in peace, the original OG script for Johnson & Johnson. I don't know what they've done to dismember this brand. But if you haven't seen the new branding for Johnson & Johnson, I'll take a moment of silence right now. Go check it out. It's horrible. No one in the design community agrees that this was the right choice for them. Um, yeah, this is why branding is important, people. Let me take this moment to <laughs> clarify. Branding is important. And this is an example of branding going wrong. Now, back to the caregiver archetype. Sorry about that soapbox moment there. Caregivers are compassionate. Caregivers are nurturing. They've also got to guard themselves against being taken advantage of. Just as in the hero's journey, he cares for and protects those in need, these brands serve the public through health care often, education, or even public aid programs. Now, on to the last few. 
The Jester archetype's goal is to bring joy to the world. Brands like The Motley Fool, Ben & Jerry's, and Ikea offer fun. And they offer humor. And that spontaneity that comes with living life. But they also, too, need to be cautious of being seen as too frivolous or oftentimes disrespectful. Much like the sidekick who brings laughter to the hero's journey, these brands allow people to have a good time and enjoy life. Last but not least, we explore the sage archetype. Every hero's journey has to have a sage or a guide. The sage aim is to help the world gain wisdom and insight. You often see this reflected in brands such as the BBC, PBS, and even Google. These brands often provide knowledge. They provide analysis and insight to something that we couldn't have seen without their help. They help oftentimes reveal things within ourselves that we couldn't see. They also, too, need to be careful to avoid being overly contemplative or oftentimes too opinionated. Just as the wise mentor in that hero's journey, like I mentioned, goes, these brands help people better understand the world and provide practical information, simply put. Whew. All right, guys, now that we've explored all 12 brand archetypes, it's time for your quest. Go back, listen to this episode, review these archetypes. I'll even put a link to a resource that I've used for years in the brand archetype space in my podcast description. And consider which one of these resonates the most with your business. Study some of these successful brands that align with this archetype that your business falls under. And really, really consider how your customers perceive your company. You take these few things and you could come up with a winning formula to help carry you into that future. These archetypes provide a powerful framework for understanding and conveying your brand's personality. However, to fully harness their potential, you've also got to consider these critical and crucial pitfalls. When you work with archetypes. If you listen back through each example of the archetype. I give you a pitfall at the end of each type of archetype. But another one that often can trip people up. Is getting confused between a stereotype and an archetype. So simply put a stereotype is rooted in culture specific norms. That are simplistic and undifferentiated. Simply put. Archetypes are expansive and they're rich in symbolism. But stereotypes, they reduce people to their lowest level. You should avoid using archetypes as just a one-dimensional persona. Instead, you need to focus on how the archetype embodies your organization's values and aspirations. I know I've said this a ton in any of my episodes if you've listened to it but consistency consistency is key when you've chosen the right archetype 
this archetype should permeate every aspect of your business's communication, ensuring a unified and recognizable brand personality. And a little trick that you'll find online also is embrace the rule of three. When developing your brand's archetype, consider combining elements from three different archetypes. This approach often adds a depth and a complexity to your brand's personality, keeping it fresh and relevant. But if that seems too confusing, then just find the right one and stick with it. You will see dramatic and drastic changes in how your audience perceives you once you have nailed the archetype down. But go back and listen to this. Use the resource I put in my links. Continue to explore brand archetypes and gain the understanding that you need to gain to implement this. Because once you've unlocked the archetype for your brand and you understand it, you can leverage these archetypes to grow and help your small business make a huge, huge impact. But realize, down the road, these things can become fluid. They're not necessarily static. As you grow as a business, just like you need to evaluate every single year, the brand can grow and change as well. It's crucial to periodically reassess your business in every aspect so that you can make sure you're staying on top of it. Brand archetypes represent the fundamental human desire the fundamental human fears and the fundamental human motivations so this is why this is a simple but effective tool that you can have in your brand's arsenal thank you for joining me on this episode i hope you enjoyed it and we will talk next week well thank you for listening to big branding small business podcast with brand strategist and designer jeremy allen he helps small business with big branding approach and as you heard him say his website is nobsbranding.com